Welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura Agar-Wilson and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping you start and grow a coaching business you love the wholehearted way. My guess is you want a business where you can show up as your whole creative, multi-passionate self so you can get paid, create a meaningful impact and have more time and freedom in your life. Let's get started. Hi there, welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. This is our first episode. I am so excited to have you here. I'm just over the moon to be doing this, basically. I've been planning this show for quite a while and I'll talk a little bit about what to expect from this and what we're going to have going forward. Today's episode is going to be all about uh, the seven keys of a wholehearted business, so stay tuned for that. But first of all, I just wanted to talk a little bit about what the Wholehearted Business Show actually is. Now, this is not a traditional podcast or YouTube channel. It's kind of a combination of all, lots of different things, basically. So, I don't think I've actually come across anyone doing anything exactly the same as this. I'm sure there is people out there who are doing this, but this is going to be a podcast, also a YouTube channel and also a blog. So I am recording this right now. It's going to be put out in these different places and it's just, I really felt called to show up in this way. I've wanted to certainly have a podcast for a while. I used to have a podcast a few years ago with my good friend Kezia when we were running retreats as Whole and Healthy Live. We kind of, Kezia kind of continued that podcast herself and it's, I've always wanted to come back to podcasting. It's been one of those things I've just wanted to do for a long time, but doing it this way where I combine it with a YouTube channel and with my blog just feels really good, really exciting and a bit different, a bit of a different way to do things. So you're going to get a weekly episode. It's going to be, usually most episodes are going to be solo. They're going to be me talking about lots of different aspects of starting and growing a coaching business. They'll probably be between 10 and 20 minutes long. I will do occasional interviews and I guess that those are probably going to be a little bit longer. Um, And yeah, and that's kind of us. And really just to say as well, I think a big focus of this show going forward is going to be around, you know, one of the things that I've noticed thinking about the people who I've worked with, the people in my community, is that we are multi-passionate, creative, wholehearted humans who want to start and grow a coaching business for lots of different reasons. You know, we want to have an impact in the world. We want to make a difference. This is our work in the world, you know, running these businesses. We also want to make money, of course, and we also want to kind of create a certain kind of lifestyle as well. And the way that we show up in our business is part of our creative expression. It's part of who we are. I think there's like some unique kind of challenges and, you know, some really interesting opportunities when you are that way inclined, which is certainly how I am, which is one of the reasons why I'm doing this show like this, to be honest. Um, So I really hope that you enjoy it going forward. I'm really happy to have you here. However you are consuming this content, I'm so delighted to have you here. So let's get into the seven keys of a wholehearted business. I really just wanted to share these. I think that these are, this is kind of how I approach business. I bring a lot of this into the work that I do with clients as well. And I just think it's quite interesting to share some of this because often like the way that we are taught to do business, the way that business gurus suggest that we show up, you know, the way that society at large tells us that we should be. Some of these kind of go against that a little bit. And um, I just wanted to share what those are. So hopefully this, you know, they'll give you some ideas for your own business, help you think about perhaps what your values are and your business, how you want to show up and run your business. But I hope you find them really useful. 
So the first key of a wholehearted business is to know your version of success. This is something I bang on around about all of the time. And I think the reason why this is so important is because when we are not deeply connected to our version of success, it's so easy to become kind of like just swayed by you know, what society tells us success is or what, you know, the overriding culture in in the entrepreneurial world is, you know, it has to be six figures, it has to be more, you know, it has to be like holidays to Bali or whatever. But that might just not be your version of success. And I think if we don't do that little bit of work just to connect with what our version of success is, it's really easy to get taken off course and then to achieve something that ultimately leaves you feeling a bit empty. So I think it's really super, super helpful to just identify what that is. You know, I work with women, with people who, you know, their version of success is multi-six figures, big businesses with employees, you know, like big like that kind of level of of success. And then I work with other people who want 30k a year to be working 10 to 15 hours a week so that they can be show up and be there with the children. Both of those versions of, of success are absolutely valid. And I think what we really need to get away from is this idea that there is just one version of success and, and just be able to connect with what success means means to you. Because Without that, it's ultimately going to feel empty. And we don't, obviously, we don't want that. We want you to feel fulfilled and wonderful and that you are achieving your dreams, basically. I know that sounds cheesy as fuck, but you know, that's what we're, that's what we're here for. You know, to be honest, you know, we want to have the lifestyle that we want at the end of the day. And so key number one was know your version of success. Um, key number two is to go with the flow of who you are rather than against it. Again, I kind of I see that I reference this quite a lot, but I think, you know, where we are with the impact of social media and the influence of social media, like, you know, how we are are in this patriarchal society, you know, the culture that we exist in. Sometimes, like, our natural way of doing things is we can label that as wrong based on what, like, on what other people think or how other people do it. And a big part of how I do business is really trying to tune into like is this just my natural way of showing up like I am a naturally multi-passionate lots of plates spinning hands fingers and lots of pies kind of person and for such a long time I labeled that as wrong I thought the best way to run a business was to have one like one signature offer one key thing and honestly that would have just like like sucked out my soul I would have been so sad (laughs) if that was the kind of business I was running because like my business is not just the business. I want to have that creative expression and to feel like I'm, you know, doing all of these different things. Like that's one of the things that makes me happy and makes me feel fulfilled. But if I was looking externally, I would see a lot of, a lot of information, a lot of feedback that would tell me that wasn't the right way to do things. So it's really about just honing in on who you are. You know, if you hate getting up early in the morning and you're more of a night owl, just because, you know, all of the people on Instagram (laughs) I always kind of say the people on Instagram, just because all of the other people are getting up at 5.30 doesn't make you wrong. As long as what you're doing is working for you, then that's brilliant. So that's the second key is to go with the flow of who you are rather than against it. The third key is to embrace your unique magic. Now, if you are new to the whole art of business show and new to me, you might not know, but I used to be a health coach. So I started my online business as a health coach. And for a lot of years, I 
just felt total like imposter syndrome. I didn't feel that I looked like a health coach. I was not slim. Um, I wasn't bendy yoga, blonde head person and no shit anyone who is, but I just did not fit the typical mould of a health coach. At least I certainly didn't. And for a long time, I just like felt like this imposter. But what happened when I really started to embrace who I was and embrace the fact that I was curvy, like northern, a bit sweary, you know, just being who I was basically, was when people really started to connect with me on a deeper level. And this isn't about sharing like your biggest vulnerabilities. This isn't even about your magic being the things that you resist or push away. It's just about you being you and actually showing up as yourself and not pretending to be someone else. There's so many times I've thought in business, like, wouldn't it just be so much easier if I was more like, if I could do like show up the way that she shows up or look the way that she looks. But when I'm not showing up as me and when you're trying to be someone else, you are doing yourself and the people who you get serve such a massive disservice because we all have a unique magic. We all have a unique story. We all have a unique reason why we are here. We all have a unique way of working with people as well, actually. And I think when we can leverage that and really make the most of it, then that's when we can get some incredible results in our business as well. So that's the third key is leverage your magic. The fourth key is to embrace seasonality. Now, it's not just, I'm not just talking about like the physical seasons that we go through, like autumn, winter, spring, summer, although that is can be part of it. But what I'm really thinking of here is that we are cyclical beings and yet the the culture like quite often the entrepreneurial culture is one of hustle and it's one of like you know productivity is like meant to be a straight line or if not a straight line like kind of going shooting up you know we've all seen those graphs you know shooting up into infinity and that is simply not the way that most of us are made to show up especially if we're women and I think when we embrace seasonality and embrace the fact that we are going to have times when we want to show up more fully, times when we want to just sit on the couch and watch Netflix and just embrace the fact that we're not going to show up in this constant state and actually have some kindness towards ourselves when we need to sh- to rest, when we need to, you know, just kind of integrate what we've learned, like all of these different phases that we have, this part of our cyclical nature, I think that can make a massive difference to how we show up in business as well. And obviously, the big one is avoiding burnout as well, because that is something that a lot of us can struggle with from time to time. So the fourth key is to embrace seasonality. The fifth key is to enjoy yourself. It might sound <laughs> like a daft one to include, but it is super duper important. If we are not enjoying ourselves, what are we here for? You know, most of us will have quit a nine to five or we will have plans to quit a nine to five or another job that I'm guessing we're not enjoying and you know if we're not enjoying ourselves in our business like what are we doing it for not only that though but when we enjoy ourselves and when we make decisions in the direction of things that we enjoy we are going to save time we're going to save energy 
obviously we're going to have a much better time when we're doing it. And I think people connect with people when they're enjoying themselves in a much different way. I mean, this is not to say that every single task in business is going to be joy-filled. You know, some things are hard. Sometimes we need to look at the things that we are resisting and we need to do the mindset work and things. But often I think if we can gear our business up to mostly be doing stuff that we enjoy, we're going to get more stuff done in less time. We're going to have a much better time while we're doing it. So that's a really important part of how I, you know, strive and strategy business. So that was the fifth key, enjoy yourself. The sixth key is see everything as an experiment. So this is a really important one for me, actually. I think it's very easy to get like really attached to outcomes in business and to get really bogged down. And, and obviously, you know, if you've got financial needs that your business has to meet, that's natural. You know, you're going to like, obviously you're going to get attached to getting outcomes, to getting clients or to making money and that's fine. But I think when we can bring in the energy of experimentation and seeing things as a test, we can loosen our grip a little bit. We're not so worried about like the outcome. It's more about like the information that we get as a result. So when I try a new strategy or when I run a new challenge or when I do a launch or whatever it might be, I try and see it as an experiment so that it doesn't, it, there's no real, real thing such as failure, to be honest. There's no failure in this because all we're getting is feedback. So we're just getting information. We're trying something out. It's an experiment. We have a hypothesis. We try it. We see what the results are. And then we make a decision and we try another experiment. And it's really as simple as that. And I just find it such a, a fun, light energy to hold when we're doing business. And it kind of helps to, like I say, to lessen that attachment, to have a bit more fun and flow with it all and yeah, and not get too stuck into failure because if you are showing up in your business right now, if you're listening to this and you are showing up in your business, in your coaching business right now, you are not failing. You cannot fail. You are showing up. That is so much more than someone who is not showing up is doing. And this is something I try to tell myself early on actually when I started my businesses you know you're not failing if you are showing up you are not failing the only failure is if you would don't even try so I always just try and show up with that kind of that kind of energy in mind really and to see things as an experiment or a test and that is key number six and finally key number seven is to have a plan but hold it lightly so I'm a big believer of having a plan in business. I think if we want to get results and if we want to, you know, go off in the direction of our version of success and achieve stuff, it makes a lot of sense to have a plan. You're kind of halfway there. You know what it is that you're doing. But what we don't want is we don't want to have a plan that is so structured and rigid that it leaves no space for a bit of magic, for a bit of, you know, a bit of kind of being taken off course in the right direction. Like I'm a big believer. I am a bit woo, if you probably might have already realised that. But I'm a big believer that, you know, we need to leave a bit of space for play. We need to leave a bit of space for going off track, you know, for following ideas down a certain path. And I think when we hold our plans lightly, we leave we leave space for flow, fun, magic, more aligned decisions. So yes, so the seventh key is to have a plan, but hold it lightly. So those are the seven keys to a wholehearted business. I'll just run through them once more. So number one is know your version of success. Number two is to go with the flow of who you are rather than against it. Number three is to leverage your unique magic. Number four is to embrace seasonality. 
Number five is to enjoy yourself. I am reading this off a list because I wouldn't be able to remember them if I, have, if I didn't have to. Number six is to see everything as an experiment. And number seven is to have a plan but hold it lightly. So those are my seven keys to a wholehearted business. That is, This is really about how I show up in my business and how I show up for my clients. But I hope that this has given you some things to think about in your own business. Think about how you want to do business perhaps think about what your version of success is. I'd really love to know. So if, if you've enjoyed this episode, please do, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave me a comment. If you are watching this on my blog or, or listening or reading this even on my blog, do leave me a comment on there. If you are listening to this as a podcast, do hop on over to Instagram. I'm at wholeheartedly Laura over there and leave me a comment or pop me a DM over on Instagram. And also, if you are listening to this as a podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would leave me a review. That would be absolutely incredible. Reviews really do help with podcasts. So I'd be like so over the moon if you would leave us a review. Thank you very much. But I do hope that you found this useful. I do hope that it's given you lots to think about this is my first ever you know podcast episode it's probably not perfect but that's probably another one of the things I should have added is just to show up even though it's not perfect just to keep on going maybe that's the eighth one but anyway I'd love to know what your thoughts are like I say you know where to find me leave me a comment leave me a review that would be awesome and I will see you next time take care bye